Welcome everybody to The Brink on your favourite channel, the one that you have created for yourself because it's a podcast and it's your own channel. Uh, we are back for another episode, probably, well it is sort of the last newish episode of the year because this time next week you will have the best of 2018 coming your way. My name is Ben. And my name is Mallory. See, I'm making sure you practice. I always like expect to have like a quote after oh. and it just feels weird to not. You can, can make up a quote like, my name is Mallory and boom shakalaka. I could do that. I don't know, really. Um, we've got all the usual fun stuff for you as per usual, but uh, we had a pretty good week, did we not? We did. What did we do last night? We went to Shania Twain. Shania Twain. Shania. 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 Is that a very common Canadian name? No. Shania? No. Do you think that's her real name? Do you think that's what she was born as? Shania Twain? I don't know. I'm going to Google it, but um, yes, no, happened to uh, get some tickets to see her, to review her, and um, look, I'll be 100% honest with you, she's not exactly in the top 20 of my favourite artists of all time, but... Uh, you know, a couple of her songs, you know, she's good, and you get an opportunity like that, and it was an enjoyable evening. It was a couple-hour drive up to Dunedin, a couple-hour drive back, the very wee hours of the morning. But, um, yeah, I think kind of coming out of it, I enjoyed it a lot more than I probably expected to. Uh, I mean, you're a bit more of a country fan than I am. How did you find it? Well, she is the queen of country, so I don't queen think of I pop. should. Queen of country pop. Who's Mallory? the queen of country? I'd say that'd be Dolly, Dolly Parton, Parton, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Queen Country Pop, you've got to have that Sorry. extra bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, did you come out of it enjoying it more? What do you reckon? I don't know. She was like, it was good. I'm very glad that we went. Mm -hmm. Whether or not it was the best ever, I wouldn't. Wouldn't go out of her way to pay money for it. No. Uh, and that's no disrespect. But I mean, I think you and I both kind of came out of that going, wow, we didn't realize Shania Twain was... Uh, this popular in terms of... Yeah. Because, I mean, look, no disrespect to you, Shania, should you listen to this show, but I kind of uh, assumed that, you know, your big sort of pop hits are about 20 years old by now and you haven't really had much in that period of time and kind of you've probably got more of a country audience and maybe New Zealand has a bit more of a, a country audience than we've anticipated or so. So has, have you found something out about her? I yet? have. Please explain. What is her real name, Shania? No. Her real name is Aline Regina Edwards. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Shania Twain's a stage name. So yeah. there you go. Um, yeah, look, it's the thing I found really interesting too is kind of driving back, we, gosh, left Dunedin just barely on midnight and, you know, a two-and-a-half-hour drive back to Invercargill. And here I am thinking, because you slept the whole way, basically, and I um, drove lonesomely as I listened to uh, podcasts. But I kind of thought, like, oh, it should be a pretty standard drive, because what? I have to call my mom. You have to call your mom. <laughs> like, no, 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 like right now. Why? Because they're going to go to bed soon. Oh, right. Well, we'll nearly finish this segment. <laughs> Sorry. Just, just calm our listeners down, exactly. Um... The the drive on the way back was actually very busy in terms of there was a pretty big convoy coming back from Dunedin back to Invercargill. Probably car, like about 30 or so cars, I reckon, were sort of in that one area. Because, you know, I, I was just driving very cautiously. Everyone went to Dunedin for Shania Twain, They did, obviously. and then got overtaken a lot. And then kind of more cars would keep coming and overtaking me. More cars would keep coming and overtaking me. And then before you knew it, kind of, we were there. So, um yeah. Look at that. It was, you know, you you told me that you had been to Avril Lavigne and Hilary Duff. True. I'm quite jealous about that fact. That's a weird thing to admit. You got Avril Lavigne's <laughs> autograph on a <laughs> on did. a ticket. Uh, how were they rate compared to those two? Can you not remember them? Honestly, I can't remember them. What about versus Shania Twain versus the Wolf Brothers? Oh, the Wolf Brothers, hundred percent. Wow, there you go. There's a there's a review for you, Wolf Brothers. If you're listening, are good friends on the show. No, or? honestly, like she put on a production, but they put on a better show mm. it yeah i mean like she's obviously more of a big i mean there's about eighteen thousand people there last night probably mm -hmm. and kind of you know and i'm sure the wolf brothers could pull eighteen thousand people if they tried maybe not i don't know um, good luck good luck maybe they can support shania twain like that swiss yeah guy. no honestly like they should have been there instead of that swiss guy i reckon it would have been better hmm. yeah that like, would i mean it would have worked honestly it would have worked a lot better yeah all right. Well, you. I mean, Canadian. Shania, next time you tour, if it's ever going to happen again, 
take the Wolf Brothers. Proud Canadian moment. You, there was even a Canadian flag on stage last night. There was. So. It was pretty exciting. Yeah. So that was our week. Shania Twain just before Christmas. Pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Can't, can't complain. Uh, we're going to come back with some quiz questions soon. So um, get excited. Woo. That time of the show where I get to press this little button. Flash you back with some memories that you will live in your memory section of your brain forever. I don't know where I was going with that. Um, we've got a few to get through today because we're going to wrap up the best of 2012 so that you've officially heard all the parts. And I guess I get lyrics ones from over that. But you were going to hear the following little snippets. Science in a Blue Moon, where we talk about science in a blue moon. Dwayne Pipe, a former segment guy who we don't really talk about too much anymore. Arnold Schwarzenegger killing Sam. That was always a fun moment. We've got Greg the Work Experience Kid. That's also a fun moment. Michael Beach, uh, actor extraordinaire, best known for Third Watch. Uh, he answers our five questions. We've got uh, Teddy Bear as a puppet. That's David Strasman when he came on the show and he's our special guest Teddy Bear there. Sebastian Vettel is onto us. A little section where Formula One world champion Sebastian Vettel was onto us. And uh, Jeff Probst spanking featuring a Survivor contestant and a fantasy of hers. So sit back, relax, and listen to the remainder of the best of 2012. Wow. Science! I, I, love, I, I love how... Now, Kevin, did you honestly... You probably knew what one word, did you? You just wanted to make our listeners... No, no, I know of a full moon, but right. blue moon's no, not something I, I've heard Because I just noticed that trick that people do on TV. They act <laughs> dumb for two seconds so their listeners are aware of what... Because we might have had people right there going, what's that blame mean? What's the blame mean? And no. Kevin Phil didn't, but you didn't really know, so <laughs> we'll pretend that never happened. What are people saying on Twitter about blue... Blue well, moons. There's a page on Facebook, and I won't say the whole title, because but it's I effing love science, and they post a lot of cool science stuff. Um, and so, <laughs> cool science stuff. It, it happens. I'm a nerd. Whatever. <laughs> I don't care. Um, so obviously there was a blue moon, and so they've just taken some screenshots of some tweets that people have been writing. Um, so some of the good ones are, uh, the moon is supposed to turn blue at like three or something. Um, the moon is not going to turn blue till I'm asleep. And then I'm going to be sad because it only happens once, like every 300 years. And I'm going to miss it. <laughs> so at 9.58 later, the moon is going to turn blue. Um, the best ones are the ones who have people who have been got really mad because they've gone, I didn't see the blue moon bull S word and I've been out all damn night. Wow. How? I'm sorry, but like, if you're really excited to see a blue moon, wouldn't you be like one of those people who would like research, be like really into it, be like, oh, this is awesome. It only happens once every 300 years. Would you not at any stage go, oh, this is actually what it means? (laughs) You think you're on Twitter, you've got the internet at your hands at the same point, you might just jump onto Wikipedia. Do Do you know whose fault I reckon it is? Throwing it out there. I, I want to know. I reckon the government's? No. <laughs> it's always the government's it's fault. It's much further than that, gosh. I reckon it's the Big Bang Theory because they've mm. made science cool. So, mm. like, science jokes are cool. Everything about science is cool. So someone's gone, oh, it's going to be a blue moon. If I know what that is and stay up and watch it and then can talk about it, I'll be like Sheldon Cooper, like Bazinga. <laughs> but they haven't actually properly researched And, and you know it. who's no benefiting it from it? Not only everybody for learning about science. Yeah. Yeah. But all these like people at school who might be a bit like Sheldon, a bit like Leonard, who yeah. kind of have walked down the hallway, you know, he's a couple of young fit ladies, you know, going like, oh my God, what the blue moon? And then here comes, yeah. you know, Johnny Come Lately nerd guy, hey ladies, it's when the full moon happens twice in a month. And they've got, ah, come back to my house at six. Yes. Uh, kind of, science. you know, That's I scienced science. you fool. Damn it. Come back. Kevin's got a pondering look on his face. He's he's dying to say something here. That scenario you just said, I don't feel that has ever happened. I vote it would. Speaking on behalf of the female population. So, so if you're hanging out, just, you know, chilling like you do on the street outside a milk bar. I'm not a prostitute. <laughs> so, what, I, on. so hang on a minute. Women on streets are automatically prostitutes, all right? You've just offended people there, Tully. Hang on. I'm not Can offended. Can we just press pause on what you've just done? You've called me a prostitute for hanging out on a street and then you've feminized. <laughs> no, no, I like I, I like the fact that the, the matter she pulled out of that sentence was not that you're hanging out of a milk bar, which I don't think it has existed since the 1950s. <laughs> That's true. It's the fact that I said she's on the street. Yeah. Okay then, everybody right now, when you see Tali on the street, beep, 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 prostitute! Day um, prostitute. Uh, let's rewind that and edit that out. Uh, <laughs> you're hanging out in a shop... <laughs> 
Meyer you. in the perfume department Thank reading you. Jermaine Greer autobiographies. Um, and a guy, a guy comes up to you wearing the glasses. And a lab coat. Got the suspenders, pens in the pocket, you know, looking a bit nerdy. And you're just kind of, oh, oh tell me about the blue moon. So you, that's just what you do. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin. Let's be smart. You know what you and I have to do now? Well, you've got the glasses down, Pat. I need to whack the glasses on <laughs> and put the suspenders on. How yeah. many stereotypes are we just break in that sentence? <laughs> I don't know. This is deeply troubling me, this whole conversation, really. I don't... I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> I think I think people on Twitter are troubling me right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do, do they honestly think there is such thing as a blue moon? As in, literally oh, it's not. Blue? Is it not a real thing? It, it, See, well, that's why I asked. <laughs> it sounded ridiculous to begin with. I was like, well, and I've never heard of this. We find out all these tweets came from Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> How many Twitter accounts do you have, Kevin? Okay, now just to be clear though, there is there's no such thing. So I'm right in saying that I thought it was a silly thing. It won't turn blue. That's fine. Moral. That's what I thought. Yeah. I, th- I thought, hang on, there's no blue moon. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and you guys kept talking about it like it was some credible thing, and scientists were going to get laid over it. I'm like, well, if it's that powerful, maybe it is a thing. Are there any scientists out there who have gotten laid because of the blue moon? Oh four two seven double three four double three six. Um, I, I mean, I quite enjoyed the Big Bang Theory. Kind of has made science a little bit cool. So facts like this... Science is already cool. It's made it cooler. (laughs) Do you think, though, that that shows helping the scientific community? Well, Channel 9 basically put it down your throats enough that you kind of have to like it. I sort of look at scientists as slightly socially dysfunctional uh, (laughs) after that show. I just sort of thought they lived in basements. Now I'm like, oh, they go outside and they're really weird. Where have have I been missing these people? There we go. Oh, Horobar, this is Dwayne Pike today. How are you doing? Um, good. Oh, I think we're doing pretty well. Thanks, <laughs> oh, Dwayne. boys, it's... You popped out of nowhere, the Dwayne. I know. You just, you were just like, wow. hello, boys, and you're not wearing any clothes again. Welcome to the club, <laughs> No, my I'm not. I'm glad you're joining me in the nakedness. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh, it's lovely to see you fellas just today, just sitting there looking beautiful, Can but... look at my face when you say that, please? Mm, maybe. <laughs> no. But today, we've got some amazing things we want to talk about because, well... This amazing things that's happened in the world of entertainment. <laughs> that's right. Thank you. What's your name again? Porky? Byron. No. Byron. Byron. I tried to sound like Kath and Kim just then. Didn't work, did it? No. No. Okay. Well, first story. Okay. I want your... I want to know what you have to say. About Apparently, that there's a Bin Laden death film out. A film? A film. As in a an actual video of him being killed. That's right. It says here that the U.S. military are investigating leaks that someone put a video of him on YouTube dying. Hmm. But the thing is, I think it's very parasultan because there's some night shots. Oh, okay. okay? Then. So it's it's not the good. green, the greenness. That's right. It's not good. I think that uh, everybody out there listening had that bit of morbid sense of curiosity that was like, hell's yeah, I'm going to go on YouTube and look that up. <laughs> Am I the only one here, people? Can we get some feedback? I'm with you on that one. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Josh. Sam, are you just not in our mindset? I can't believe there's a video of Osama on. It's only only speculation. Okay, Okay. then, Dwayne. Only speculation. That's big Hollywood gossip, isn't it? It's because it's like a video. Oh, okay, then. It's like someone's taking it on their camera phone. Can you imagine those little American. Very nice looking soldiers going in and going bang bang and yelling and I'm going to uh, film it on my on my beautiful phone. Can I get you to do sound effects for my next movie? Maybe a bang bang, <laughs> bang bang. I, I, I will do anything for you, Ben. Oh, again, look at my face when you say that, please. No, no, we don't care, Ben. But uh, look, one thing I hope is when when she comes back to visit home down here in Tassie, uh, let's hope she brings the dog with her. Uh, Dwayne. Hang on, I've got the... <laughs> wrong wrong, that is the princess. Right princess. Wrong, wrong princess. Wrong princess. Oh, sorry, I've got them mixed up. I'm yes, sorry. They do the look same. alike, though. Look at that. Look at you. <laughs> Google image her and tell me if they don't look alike. Prince Mary and Kate Middleton. I somehow don't think Kate Middleton's from Taruna. Um, anything else for she us this week, like Dwayne? Brighton. Anything else? Yes. Lastly, but... 
not at least, Catherine Heigl is struck again. Oh. Talk about random animal attacks. But what's happened is Christy Lukasica. I love her. Who is from Heigl's Dance Moms. Had a bit of a fight with Heigl. Back up, back up, back up. She's from what? Heigl has a show called Dance Moms. Dance Moms. And it's just moms who dance. Now it's like so you think you can dance, but you must have been pregnant and weighed over 150 pounds. So your mum thinks you can dance. It just sounds like a joke. Well, let's just this is what's happened, okay? <laughs> okay. So there's Kate Luke Asica. I have no idea how to say her last one name. Of my, one of my favorite actors, I have to admit. Not an actor. I don't. One think. of my favorite mums, I have to admit. She, I, she doesn't look like she's an actor. Look at those freckles. Unfortunately, the listeners can't see that, Dwayne. One of the mothers on Dance Moms did not take kindly to Catherine Heigl's criticism of the show. Well, and is firing I, back with a vengeance. Can I, can I just say to this woman who can, doesn't take kindly to criticism, suck it up, princess, because you look like the type of person who gets criticism all the time. And if she you looks, appear on a show called Dance Mums, how can you not get criticism? She looks like she's just stepped out of the 80s, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't she? It sounds like the format of that show just has stepped out of the Dance Mums. It's um, probably because... I, I know, I've never watched the show, but I think it's a little bit like the that little like beauty pageant thing with the moms uh, pushing the kids down, the, making them wear... Yes, yeah. I'm just sad about Whitney. Shush. Now, what's going to happen with Prince William and Kate? They're going to be Barbie dolls. What? Most newlyweds have to make do with photos to immortalize the moment they say I do. But Prince William and his wife Catherine will have their special day captured forever in Barbie doll form. <laughs> oh, really, Barney? All right, calm down. Can someone translate that for me? I think he said a naughty word in Piganese. Well, that's uh, that's actually Fatty Vorton who got <laughs> converted into a doll permanently to remember his <laughs> rugby feats. That's Fatty. That's great. He be- yes, I love it. <laughs> Fatty Vorton. Do you know who Fatty Vorton is, Dwayne? He's some person who played in Queensland. Yes, yes. We'll I know. That. Just and he's fat too, <laughs> Dwayne. Dwayne, next, next, please. Just to show that I can talk about sport. Apparently, that Channel Ten is positioning itself to launch an ambitious full frontal assault on oh. the TV sports rights of rival networks. Full frontal, eh? Look at that picture. Well, we kind of can't. This is I know, radio. I know because it's radio. <laughs> <laughs> next. This is Arnie Schwarzenegger. I am here to teach you the music. Baron! Sorry, Arnie. This is my gym advice of the week. We're going to learn how to do backflips. Off sheep. Off sheep. So, Ben. Yes, Arnold. Are you going to help me? Uh, Okay, what do I need to do? Tell me what I need to do. Okay, I want you to stand on the table. Alright, sing a minute. Okay, I'm up here on the table. I want you to grab the sheep. Oh, which one? That one? Oh, that's a, that's an attractive one. All right, yeah, got the it. Sheep. Yeah. Oh, uh, guys, heavy. Oh, jeez, this this New Zealand. No, I mean, the no, sheep's Sam, on a bit of weight. Sam, I want you. Oh, I want you to stand on the sheep. Oh, sorry, guys, for the view. I know I'm naked, but come on now. Yep. I want you to stand on the sheep. Sam, get up here. Stand on the sheep. Oh, oh yep, you're you there. Boy, right, now, what I want you to do, Ben, God, is, is squeeze the sheep's toe. Oh, which one? The first oh, one. Oh, Sam, you're gonna fall. All right, got it. One. Squeezing. Go. Oh. Sam just fell off and hit his head. So that's what I want to talk about. <laughs> Hang on a minute. I don't know if Sam's alive, Arnie. What have you we done? We won't talk about him now. What? Have, what yes. Sam. I think you've killed him, Arnie. Sam. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Sam. Sam. I'll get Byron on to him. Arnie, keep talking. I want to say, when you Sam. do back lips, you need to really be careful of your, your body. Your big body. Max. Max, what do you think of doing back lips? I think he's dead, fellas. Yes, well, well, Arnie, I actually Sorry. wrote wrote a little wrote a little bit about uh, doing backflips in a book of mine. Actually, a few years ago, I wrote it with my fountain pen. <laughs> you you wrote it with a fountain pen. 
Yes. <laughs> yes, we're more pen. pen. Uh, can I just Beautiful interject? little pen. We pen. might have to call an ambulance. I think the sheep... Well, the sheep's died. We've got lamb for dinner tonight. We've the sheep. We've eaten the sheep. But, um... Protein. Yeah, I'm pretty certain about uh, old Sam there. Sam, are you okay? Sam, you back up on your feet. Sam? All right, I think we might need to go back to the music. Sam has got something coming out of his nose, and it's not snot. He's he's a massive part of this show, Arthur. He's on every week. Uh, we've even had his, had his nephew on. Is he here today? He is here today. His name's Greg, and he's Arthur's nephew, and um, he's doing work experience. It's his last week of work experience this week. Greg, why is it your last week? What's going on? Ah, oh, oh, I'm not allowed to do it anymore. Why Good not? Game. Go go back to school. Oh, that's it. What, yeah. what grade do you win, Greg? What? What grade? What? what grade do you win? Nine. Nine. Okay. Yeah. What? What school do you go to? Oh, oh, I can't even remember the name of it. Homeschool? Nah, not homeschool. I have to go there, but I'm usually like suspended or expelled or whatever. So technically it's homeschool because you're always at home. No, I'm, well, no, I don't Thanks, say Greg. We'll talk to you more. I normally like I don't wag and anymore. stuff. Josh? Like go yes, to the park what, and You got anything that? to say to Greg? I don't want to talk to him anymore. I pick the gauge real quick. Question number one. Michael Beach, what is your favourite type of cheese? Cheddar. Cheddar? Just just regular cheddar? Regular cheddar. I'm just a regular boring. I don't know much about cheeses. And and I don't, like, adventure off. I pretty much... I don't, first of all, I don't eat much cheese. Uh, but when I do, it's it's pretty much cheddar. Now, now are you a fan or, of just kind of it just by itself? Do you like it melted? I think we find some people prefer it melted on toast. It's a different flavour, obviously. Well, yeah, I don't eat cheese by itself. No way. Um, I eat it on pizza, which is I get the boring cheese pizza. Um, If I get a turkey burger, I don't eat beef. So it's always a turkey burger. And I like my cheese on my turkey burger. And maybe a couple of tacos, you know, stuff like that. But pr- other than that, you know, I might put some cheese in um, in some soup, you know, like, uh, uh, yeah, some some kind of soup. My dad used you know, to do but that. Other than that. Soup, put like big chunks of cheese in it. And I think um, I had a friend over once and they thought it was a bit weird. But I thought, well, what's so weird about it? It makes it taste nice. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, well, I yeah, I would never put a chunk of cheese, but I shred it up, get it shredded, and and put it along the uh, what we go here. It's tortilla soup. It's a like a Mexican type soup, and it's got a spice to it and chicken, and you put some cheese on top, and it's delicious. Really making me hungry now, Michael. Uh, question number two. <laughs> now I'll, I'll explain this. One. We had an advertising campaign here in Australia a few years ago for a toilet paper company, which essentially asked the question. When you go to the bathroom, do you fold or do you scrunch your toilet paper? So, Michael Beach, are you a folder or a scruncher? I com- I cannot scrunch my toilet paper. I have to fold. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It. I mean, why would you take a risk of getting that stuff all over the place? <laughs> fold, wipe, fold again so you can wipe again. Yes. That's the way to do it. Yes. If you scrunch it up, you're just wasting the toilet paper. <laughs> I love this question because it often causes debate amongst our guests. You know, they turn around and go, now, why would you fold? What sort of neat freak or scrunches and all this? I, the best answer we ever had was this Australian as it comes, Michael. The person said, I fold because you've got to keep the Vegemite on the toast. There you go. I have to agree with that. I have to agree with that. Uh, you, well you'll never think about going to the bathroom ever again the same. Uh, <laughs> question number three. Uh, when you were growing up, Michael, what was your dream job? We kind of touched on this, I think, a bit before. Well, I mean, in terms like, I don't know which age you're talking about. You know how things change over the years. Just a couple. I give us a couple. Well, my, my dream job originally uh that was an actual a possibility that what I was thinking about was a football player. You know, I really wanted to play football in the pros. And, um, and I, you know, I had a lot of colleges interested in me, um, but uh, I got hurt and then it, it just dis- disappeared. Mm. And so now I would have to say I'm, I'm living my dream job. That's what we like to hear. We always like to hear people end, uh, end that question with that. Who, who do you go for in, uh, in the NFL, Michael? It's fairly big out here in Australia, actually. Well, the odd thing is that, that at this point in my life, I don't watch any sports. Oh. Matter of fact, I don't have cable. I don't, I don't, we have internet um, so we can watch shows on Netflix or, or Hulu Plus. I don't know if you have that, but, but pretty much... I, I don't really watch TV anymore. I don't watch sports, which my w- wife loves, because I don't need to every Sunday, you know, 
um, go go out with friends and uh, and watch four football games. You know, um, the most I do is sometimes on Sundays, which I don't do as much anymore, is I'll get on my motorcycle and I'll go out with a bunch of guys and we'll we'll ride through the canyons or over to Malibu to the beach Brilliant. and stuff like that. That that's if I if I take a Sunday, that's what I do. Uh, otherwise, I'm just hanging out with the family. Fantastic. Well, um, yeah, as I said, it's, it's fairly big here actually. The NFL the last few years, uh, one of our TV stations has started showing the games live, kind of uh, on weekends and that. So uh, really, yeah, the Super Bowl is um, getting fairly big here, Michael. So uh, the Aussies love it; they like seeing it. Uh, question number four: Also, growing up, who was your childhood celebrity crush? Oh my God, childhood celebrity crush! It would be Pam Greer. Ah, yes. Yeah, uh, uh, from uh, all kind of oh, Friday, uh, Foxy Friday, uh, Friday Foster. Um, uh, oh, what was the big one? The big one that I really loved was um, Coffee. Mm. You know, it was she was the queen of black exploitation films, and and she always kicked ass you know she and she was sexy you know and it was one of the you know you start you go to the movies and you see this beautiful black woman and then you see her you know you see her tits and it was like whoa and they were big and juicy and whoo she was hot and, and so Pam Greer who I actually got to work with about teen years ago um, of course, she wasn't quite as young and sexy, but <laughs> it was still Pam Greer, and uh, she would definitely be my my childhood crush. I was going to ask if you had met her, because um, uh, I think that's funny. Um, we've had people on the show who've said their childhood celebrity crush have gone on to work with them countless times. It's been fun. I, I love Pam in, uh, in Jackie Brown, of course. That was a, a fantastic Jackie film. Brown, yeah. exactly, exactly. Mm. Well, she was the queen of black exploitation films in the in the early seventies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We've never had Pam answered before, Michael. You've given us a first one. I always like first-time answers on this show. Uh, well, the final question for you today. Michael Beach, what is your worst habit? My worst habit. Ooh, that's a, hmm. My worst habit. Wow. Well, I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't uh, go to parties or anything. Thing. Um, what's my worst habit? That's a great question. Maybe your worst habit is you don't have one. <laughs> um, I think, uh, no, I was going to say, mm, wow, that's a great question. I have to think about that. I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm, sure my wife, yet. <laughs> I'm sure my wife will be able to come up and give you a list. <laughs> you know, but <laughs> um, I, I, you know, I used to do it, but I don't do it so much anymore because I've kind of mellowed out. But I used to um, clean up after her. Right. You know, and when she didn't put dishes away properly, because mainly I do all the dishes. I do the laundry. I do, you know, we don't have, you know, we have somebody that comes in and, and gives a good cleaning once a month. But pretty much we do our own cleaning. I would, when I say we, I really mean me. I do <laughs> the dishes and laundry and I straighten up the room and I make the bed and all that stuff. So, so sometimes she'll do something like for, when she cooks and she's a fantastic cook. But when she cooks, she just leaves dirty things everywhere mm. where I think it will take you 30 seconds when you empty that pot to run it under the water right and to get it ready so that it so that so that the 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 sauce that's in there won't stay in there and stick in there and make it it doesn't matter to her because she doesn't wash the dishes so i you know i did that about a lot of things she would drop her clothes on the floor she's like the guy and i'm like the girl when it comes to stuff you know so if if i think about anything which which i do less of but it's still it's you know tidying up up after her good worst you know? habit to have really isn't it sometimes <laughs> i would not, i guess as an adult i would not like people cleaning up after me even if i am a kind of a slob i'd be like you know what that's it's my right to leave my pants on the floor have my underwear chucked over there leave it there i'll get it when i'm ready i've, I've had many listeners contact me and ask well we've, we've already heard from teddy but are we able to just hear quickly from teddy because he might be able to help you answer these questions as well well, you know, as I said, Teddy is just a puppet. He's not real. You know you know that he's not real. <laughs> Dave, can I have some chocolates? No, I'm on the phone, Teddy, all right? I just want a chocolate. You can't have any. I'm on the phone. Don't bother me, all right? 
can I have a cucumber? Just play it, please. I'm on the phone. No, I'm sorry, Teddy. No, that, that's fine. Yeah, but we just—I think we just got that proven to us. <laughs> Sebastian, Ben Waterworth, Edge Radio, mate. How are you feeling ahead of this weekend? Who are you? Ben Waterworth, Edge Radio. Uh, anyone can say that. Ah, uh, well, do you, do you want to have a look at my past? I'll show you evidence. <laughs> How are you feeling ahead of this weekend? So you printed that out yourself? No, I didn't. I didn't. It's got a photo and everything. Come on now, you can speak to the security guard behind you. He'll verify it. How much, do you, how much do you earn? How much do I earn? A lot less than you. <laughs> we, we know your car's called Abby. Why is your car called Abby? Because it's a nice name. <laughs> you could have turned around then when you got voted out and did what Dawson did and gone up for the kiss when you, you know, you left. <laughs> I mean, if you ever go back again, Betsy, there's an idea. <laughs> oh, the poor guy must be horrified by me. For the, um, I got interviewed out in L.A. day, and um, so I walked into the room, and there's Jeff Probst and producers and Mark Burnett and Lynn Spillman, and I said, oh, yeah, today's my birthday, and all I want for my birthday is a spanking from Jeff Probst, and the poor guy... The poor guy with his mouth open. He's like, oh, my gosh, get this woman away from me. <laughs> well, it must have worked. He could put you on the show. <laughs> oh, gosh, the poor guy. He'll oh, be in therapy. I think that's the best quote I've ever heard on this show. All I want for my birthday is a spanking from Jeff Probst. Uh, it was would... kind of true. <laughs> Well, there you go, Jeff. If you're listening to this, uh, Betsy's birthday next year. You know, come on, line it up. A um, final question. Oh, that that that's classic. I love that, Betsy. All right, so it's that time where we go through our emergency questions of the evening. Richard Herring wrote five hundred. Five hundred, I believe. Five hundred. Yes. And so tonight we are up to number sixty-one through eighty. Correct. And Mallory gets yeah. asked them this week. I so. do. I'm pretty excited about I, it. I'm excited for Mallory to answer these. And remember, as always, some of these might be a bit inappropriate for kiddies. But uh, if you're listening to these children, then, well, your parents have got a lot to It's too late. Well. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay. 61. What's your worst experience with the delivery company Yodel? I have never had a delivery experience with the delivery company Yodel. So, therefore, I cannot answer that question. Yep, I'm the same. 62. Would you rather date a woman who was a six-foot vulva or a woman who, instead of having genitalia, had another woman living in a burrow beneath between her legs? Well, this is similar to that penis one yeah. from a week ago. Um, I mean, look, I do find vaginas and vulvas significantly more interesting than a penis. I think, you know, outside of the obvious reasons, I actually think they're a fascinating bit of anatomy. Like, in all serious, I'm not just trying to be dirty or disgusting or anything. But at the same time, I don't really want to walk around with a six-foot vagina because, I mean, you know, they can be of a certain pungent smell uh, if you do not clean them properly. So, therefore, I could imagine a six-foot one would be constantly in needed cleaning. Um, and I would find maybe, you know, a small woman burrowing between a woman's legs to be quite a fascinating party trick. And again, similar to what I said, I think, the other week with a penis, with a man there instead of a penis, probably make a bit of money off there going around like talk shows and stuff like that. So, yeah, doing a bit of a touring, you know, of the world. So what would you do? What would I, you rather? The woman. Yes. Between the legs. Yes. Yeah. yeah. 63. What's the best museum you've ever been to? Um, um, it would either be the Australian Sports Museum at the MCG or the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto. Um, very much up my alley with sports. Um, but, oh, actually, no, I take that back. The best museum I have been to is the, uh, 9-11 Memorial Museum in New York. Um, which is probably a weird choice, but I am weirdly fascinated by 9-11 which is you know like not for any sick reason or anything I just I the whole thing fascinates me and so it had always been a bucket list thing to go there uh, and I went there and it's worth the price of admission and more it's a very yeah definitely worth it <coughs> excuse me so yes that I would definitely be have favorite. to say Alcatraz I don't mm. know if it's it's considered a museum wouldn't there's museums there yeah like Alcatraz was good too. I enjoyed Alcatraz. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I like. I'm definitely very partial to the local museum at home. 
You never took me to that. No, I didn't. But we can go next time we're there. Special shout out to Mona though, because Mona would probably be in my top yeah, five. Yeah, I'd Mona's, agree. And I'm not, yeah, biased, but very proud of Mona. Mm. 64. If you could murder one person and have an 87% chance of getting away with it, who would you kill? 87% chance here. Um, I think you would know my answer right now, and I probably won't say that on air. <laughs> Oh, I do. I do. Yep. Okay. Mine, probably Trump. Oh. Yeah, you would be very popular for doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I reckon it would be a good decision for the current state of The only issue with Trump being eliminated, which I think a lot of... the vice president yeah, taking power. I think kind of a lot of people do yeah. real, don't seem to realize that Pence isn't exactly a better option. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What is the biggest animal that has bitten you? <laughs> you? No. Um, Ouch. Uh, probably a dog. Uh, I got bitten by a possum once. <laughs> I got bitten by an eel. Um, How did you get bitten by an eel? I got bitten by a dingo. Oh, there was... Um, so this a is dingo ate my baby. crappy little uh, tourist attraction in uh, North of Hobart called Salmon Ponds. Oh, we drove past that. Yeah, it's not that special. Didn't go in. Um, and they used to have, and they probably still do, it's been a while since I've been there, a little area where you could pat eels, and an eel bit me. So Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. Yeah. Yeah, what about you? Um, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think of animals, probably like a cat mm. or a dog. Mm. I mean, Tazo's smaller than <laughs> Tobias was, so mm-hmm. not just perspective, like a cat. Mm-hmm. I think. I don't know. Mm. 66. Okay. Have you got what it takes to be a spy? Uh, I I think I could be. I Me mean, too. I think it would be fun. Like, And therefore, I have what it takes. Like, I mean, I wouldn't be like physical and kind of, you know, like jumping out of planes and stuff. But like if I was more of a convert, like I, I don't think people would suspect someone like me as being a spy. So mm-hmm. I think that would work into my advantage. And I'm a good listener. Okay. I'm very observant. Yes. Yes. Rich says, I find it hard to keep secrets, so I would be a great double agent until I went back into the office of the spies that I was supposedly working for and immediately told them of my subterfuge. Subterfuge? Yes, I think that's the word. 67. Is Dutch a genuine language or are the people of Holland just taking the piss out of all of us? This just backs up my theories whenever we talk Uh, about your friend Charlotte. Where's Charlotte? It's a mythical language that sounds like it's by elves. It's like, for a huge need who sounds like the Swedish Muppet. So it's that simple. Um, I don't know what you're trying to show me here. Can I screenshot that? I'm going to send it to Charlotte and see what she has (laughs) to say. Um,. I mean, you've got to agree with me that it's not really a genuine language, right? I mean, I think it... No, yeah, sure. I'll it's, agree with you. I, I find it interesting, and it's not just Dutch, but like these countries where... Like, Dutch is only spoken in the Netherlands, right? Yeah. I mean, back in the day, it probably was spoken I mean, in, like, Germans generally speak a bit of Dutch and like... Yeah, but like, it's. I find it fascinating. To be, how interesting would it be to come from a country with only a smallish population and they speak their own language? Like, it's just... Mm. Like, it wouldn't get you far in the world. Like, so Icelandic's always fascinated me because apparently it's one of the hardest languages in the world to learn and they've only got a population of about 800,000 people, so... But at that point, like, Charlotte speaks like five or seven languages or well, something. probably would make it... you yeah. have to. Yeah, true. But, like, I mean, Europe's, I guess, a little bit different where, yeah, you probably have to, whereas, I guess, are we a bit ignorant in the, the English-speaking world? Because, well, I mean, Mandarin is technically the most spoken language in the world only because of the amount of pe- people who speak it because yeah, of the population of China. Yeah, I didn't realise that until the other day. If you take out Mandarin, English is the most spoken language in the world yeah. and kind of, I guess, we just take it for granted. And I've no, I and I'm, I'm guilty of that every time I go in the world. I mean, I've only been really to two, well, three non-English-speaking countries and only one, and one of them was purely you could not speak English. Like they wouldn't let you. <laughs> I didn't speak Spanish in Mexico, so I feel as a, an English speaker, I'm very ignorant, and I assume people should speak English. But mm. I would like to learn another language very much. So, okay, Rich says it's definitely made up. I don't know how they communicate when no one is looking, but it's definitely not in Dutch. Yeah. Sixty-eight. If you could jump into a pool of something, what would it be? Oh. Money. Yeah, money's the obvious one, but like, 
Jello. Barbecue sauce would be fun. That's disgusting. Um, oh, there's so many fun options for that. Chocolate, like chocolate sauce mm-hmm. would be fun. Um, whipped cream. I love whipped cream. Uh, chocolate milk. M&M's. M- M&M's, yeah. 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 Um, oh, cheese. Can that be arranged? Probably go off, though. Cheese would be a weird one. You'd be out there. What I about, like, cheese, like, white wine cheese fondue? Yeah. Yeah. Like, cabanara sauce. Mm. Okay. What would you choose? You said M&M's. I said M&M's. I, I said money. Yep. I don't know. Money would hurt, though, like if it was coins. But paper money wouldn't. Mm, true. Although it wouldn't stop you true. very much, like no, jumping yeah. into something like that. Okay. 69. What age would you like to be when you get to heaven, presuming there is a heaven and you get to choose what age you'll be up there? Uh, 21. Hmm. I don't know. Nice. Like, uh, I mean, honestly, I don't feel any different right now than I do when I was 21. Probably, maybe physically, I'm not as, you know, I mean, but I don't know. Like, 21 was a good age. I yeah, feel. I'd probably reckon somewhere in my 20s or, as well. Or maybe like 19. I don't know, like somewhere like late teens, early 20s, I feel, because mm-hmm. I feel the world's centered around young people about that age. So you're, you're a good age right now. You're, you're lucky right now. I'm pretty special. Yeah. Okay, 70. If you could get a law named after you, what would it be? Oh, that's a good one. The um, you must reply to all emails law. Um, even if you're too busy or, you know, like it's rude not to, I don't know. Oh, the no speeding law. Like, I mean, I know there is a law. You're not meant to speed, but like it's somehow strictly enforced because there's no reason for it. <laughs> I don't know. That's a weird one. Rich says Herring's law would be that whoever, whatever locker you choose at the gym, when you come back to it, the person in the next door locker will be there getting their stuff in or out and in your way. The Waterworth law is that everything that Ben says is right and his opinions are always right and everyone else is wrong. What would your law be? I have no idea what the foster law would be. I just I <laughs> don't, don't care. Don't drink our beer. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> 71. If you could have a part of the human body named after you, what would it be? Oh. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I I don't know. I, that's a that's a really good question. I would like the second toe to be renamed the foster toe. The foster toe. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I would go. Okay. The um the piece of skin. Uh. Where the piece of skin like? Uh, I have no idea. I can't come up with a good answer. The little dangly bit on your ear. You know where you get your ears pierced? Your earlobe? Yeah, that bit. It's called the Ben Lobe. Okay. I have no idea why. Anyway, move along. What do you consider your median achievement? Medium? Median. Like my average achievement? I guess. So, like, like my best achievement on my Getting out of bed every day. Oh, like sort of... Um, I don't know. That's my answer. Going to work. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I'm not doing well at this today. I'm not switched no. on. 73, do you ever worry that you have already lived your life and are now in a care home with Alzheimer's? <laughs> and what do you perceive as reality is just distorted memory of the first time this happened? That's a loaded question. It's like the Matrix. Um, I often always think I'm in a state of Truman showness that I am the star of a reality TV show and everybody around the world is just watching me and everyone's an actor in my life and it's I kind of all a lie. being serious or not. I, for a large portion of my life, you, once you watch a Truman Show, because you've never seen a Truman Show, I cannot believe you've not seen the Truman Show, you will know what I mean. Like, okay. it's just legitimately a thing like, hey, what if that was like, like what if that was real? I'm not what an if that's actor. Me? Well, I don't know that. Just saying you just that. could be a very good actor. It's like you're saying you could be a spy. You could pull this off. I could. Who knows? Did you answer that question? That, my answer is no. Okay. <laughs> 74. Is there any purple... Is there anything purple within 10 feet of you? Yes. That notebook right there. Oh, yes, there is. Yes, yes. Like within the arm's length. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Which five celebrities are on your celebrity shag list? Ah, this is a cheap... Yeah, we kind of know this already. Yours is two Ryans. That guy from... See if we can guess each other's. You've got the two Ryans, Gosling and um, Reynolds. You've got the guy from... 
Oh, it's that show you like? Do you want me to watch? Suit? No, White Collar. Mm-hmm. If he was straight. Um, who else do you like? You like Zac Efron? No. Well, you do like Zac Efron. But that's not on my list. Who are your other two? Um, what's his face? Oh my gosh, what is his name? Evans. Oh, Chris Evans. Yep, yep, of course. Yep. Um, and isn't the third Ryan on there? Gosling, Reynolds, and... And what's his face? Ryan Quanton. <laughs> no, the Star Trek one. Isn't he a Ryan? No, that's Chris uh, Chris Pine. Oh, it's Chris. Chris. So you got two Chris's and two Ryans. Sure, yeah, let's go with it. Pine, uh, Pine over Hemsworth. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I reckon. Uh, Natalie Portman. Hey, I thought oh, I was sorry. supposed to be guessing. Although Natalie Portman's the only one I think I know. Um, oh, you know another one that you don't like. Oh, Jennifer Lawrence. No. Colin mm. doesn't like her either. You've had a conversation about not liking her before. What's she in? Uh, Divergent movies. Oh, Shailene Woodley. Stupid freaking face. Oh, I hate her. Um, I don't think you'll get my other ones. I've pointed I one out to you before, so. but I don't think you remember her name. Um, her name's like Tessa for me. What's she in? She was in that American Horror Story that we were watching. I pointed her out to her before. Um, gosh, who would be? I've, I mean, I've got lots. <laughs> I mean, I've only got five. What are you talking about? That's fine. Um, yeah, look. Uh, 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 oh, Eliza McCartney, New Zealand pole vaulter. I feel like you've said that one I before. Have, yes. Um, and, oh, yeah. Um, oh, Jeannie Bouchard. Mm, yeah. Yep. Okay. 76 and 77 kind of go together. So 76, have you ever tried sushi? My answer is yes. Uh, yes. And 77, have you ever tried sashimi? Uh, yes. I vomited it up when I tried it. I have not tried sashimi. So I think I used to always get, like, I would always refuse to eat sushi because I always thought it was like the raw fish thing, like the sashimi. Mm. And because I remember Anthony gave me some sashimi once and I, like, straight away it was disgusting. And sushi, eh. I'm, you know. Yeah. 78. Who is your favorite mythological figure? <laughs> um, I'm not going to say Jesus again. I was waiting trouble for you to say, say that. that. Um, ooh. Jack Bauer or James Bond. Can we go with those? Um, it's not very mythological. It's, um, what's the... Who's your favorite mythological figure? Oh, mythological. Figure? I thought it was just like fictional. Oh, okay. Oh. Ooh. Um, you answer. Can I just put like the general dragons? I like dragons, yeah. Dragons. So I like aliens, but aliens are real. So, well, certainly. But, I, you know, I like the thing around aliens. So Okay. Until they're proven. We'll go with it. Okay. 79. Have you ever demolished a wall or a building? Oh, no, but I'd love to. That's a bucket list thing to get a sledgehammer and just bang the absolute shit out of a wall. I... See, I don't remember if I've ever demolished a wall, but, like, we redid the outside of our house and a lot of the inside of our house when Jared and I were younger. And I remember, like taking the stucco like the rock stucco the old school like glass rock stucco off the wall and like i i would call that demolishing a wall I'm so fun. i'll go with the yes i'd love to be able to just one of my weird bucket list things would be to go into like you know when you go into like um a department store and they would a whole section on glass mm. just put like glass safety glasses on safety equipment just get a hammer and just smash the glasses i'll ask farmers how they feel about that okay sure get you in there yep okay Question number 80, last one tonight. Okay. What's the worst incorrect rumor you have heard about yourself? That I was on Survivor. Um, when Australian Survivor first came back a few years ago, um, basically I had stepped away from Survivor Oz at the time, pretty much around about the time that they had all but were about to go off on a plane. And I didn't like it. It wasn't done deliberately. Like it just, I had stepped away from it for personal reasons. And then kind of people just thought that was a thing so there was a reddit thread started about me being on survivor about how i would go there was like a forum on one of the survivor ones talking about it and then even when i was um 
posting social media pictures of me in the US at a Survivor reality event, people didn't believe it and thought I was actually out in Samoa filming. And then even one of the contestants who was on that season who had listened to our show, he, on the first day when he like got out there, he said he was like looking for me because he had heard that I was on there and he was looking forward to playing against me. So That's pretty cool, though. They, yeah, they all believed I was on Survivor. Sadly, I was not. All right. What about I yourself? don't have any answer to that. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Yep. Rich says um, his worst incorrect rumor he has heard about himself is that he invites women back to his hotel room and makes them dance while he sits in a high-backed armchair and masturbates. He has never done this, and anyone who says he has is lying. Uh, and I guess if he has done that, then he uh, would probably be on the Me Too movement right now, because um, I think a few celebrities have been caught doing that. Well, anyway. Cool. All right. Well, good job. Well done. All right. We'll come back and wrap things up very shortly. For the final time in 2018, I get to press this button. It's that time of the week to play everybody's favorite game show. It's Forget the Lyrics here on the Brink on Edge Radio. Over to the studio. Oh, Forget the Lyrics. Flash, flashback of the Forget the Lyrics. Lots of flashing back always happening. You're going to hear some great ones here today. You're going to hear Dakota singing The Kids Aren't Alright by The Offspring from 2017. Myself and Josh singing Amused Classic Knights of Sidonia from 2009. Josh singing Kryptonite from 2009. Uh, myself and Melina singing uh, Last Friday Night TGIF from Katy Perry in 2012. A lot of fun here. Sit back, relax, listen and get dancing. I'm playing the Yeah, thanks mate. You're welcome. Who's going to play the bass, though? Okay, Okay, what about the drums? All right, cool. Yeah, Ben's filming me currently. I don't. Not like this, anyway. Yeah, okay. When I was young, I never wore a hat. Then I saw a guy with a cool one. I said, hey, I want that hat. And so I went and brought that hat. It was $60 and now looking back on it, I wasted all my money because it's a pretty crappy song now. I mean, not song. I meant hat. It's a douchey hat. Says everyone, but I think it's cool. And all the twelveies tell me so. Yeah. Thank you. Focus on the hat now because I know that I messed up the chorus, yeah. I said song instead of hat, and that's playing on my mind. But I'll go back to the hat now. I wear it all the time, but my hair gets too long and it sticks out of my hat. I need it cut, a haircut, because our hair... It's too long, but I don't have the money because I lost my damn job. Oh. Thank you. That, that Thank was you, good. Man. It's a very long introduction, Josh, so you should be in the background dancing and singing. <laughs> we to get Hobart involved. Okay, your mic's going off. You do it in the background. Loudly, Josh. <laughs> so a bit of a wrapping. Go, Ben. Take it. Yeah. On the brink. Sitting in the chair, waiting for it to start, getting nearly there, getting tongue tied, waiting for it to start. Oh my god, I'm gonna fart. Gotta sing the song about the people on the bridge, they're kissing now. We're gonna find them, yes we are. 
Make sure you don't have a cow. Yo. Uh, I'm with it. Huh. So wrong. Nobody's ever rapped a muse before until now. Uh. Uh-huh. She took my money when I'm in need. Drum song. All right. This is a bit where they squeal. Yeah. You doing that? We chose a really bad song. It's gone forever. This isn't the intro, Ben. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. So is it? It is. Does it go for a minute and a half? <laughs> the introduction goes for a minute and a half. This is what I'm trying to say. It's about to start in a second. Okay. This is great radio. Oh, <clears throat> I rap to Muse. That's never going to live me down. Okay. Here we go. When you're in Melbourne, you might meet someone on a bridge. She might come to you and say, hey, look at my fridge. You will say, ah. Then you will go, ooh, before putting her on the barrier and making your lips touch her. You can break this down in the background bit, Josh. That's kissing. <laughs> don't want to ever Me kiss and Trevor, you. don't worry. It's not Josh and I. <laughs> I don't even know if Josh is going to sing. You can sing this bit, alright, Josh. You take it from here. Okay. We'll make it fair. Go! Bring it down, Josh! <laughs> no one's gonna do me tonight. <laughs> I have no idea. This is the worst part gonna of the Gonna kiss you on the bridge in Melbourne. Gonna email a random radio station. Want to get in touch with the random guy? I don't know. A walk round the round the block the other day. I went to see if someone had some sand for me. I watched Ben play football on the other side. There's nothing I could say. No. decided to go over to Tony Stark's house. We wanted to have a go in his new suit. Awesome. I really don't know why he said no. But now I'm really upset by it. If he went crazy, yeah, we'd still call him Iron Man. Cause he is awesome and he gets it on with Pepper Potts. And then in the next one we'll see him in Iraq again. Tony Stark is Iron Man. It's the end of September. It's time to play some footy. Between the hawks and swans Yes, it's time to get all snooty I like the colours of the swans It is red and white and cool Unlike those stupid hawks They look like they're in a pool Uh, Of poo and wee It it smells really bad on the field Oh no Maybe they will play like the stinky sheets of poo Yeah this grand final Hope the swans kick their butts Kick the hawks up the slun In the shop I nearly swore 
That would have been embarrassing, but who cares now it's over. Hawks are gonna lose tomorrow on grand final day. We saw Buddy choke, kick the ball worse than cloak. Now it's in the folk. Oh, it's Hawthorne. They really suck this year. Make sure they drink too much beer and lose and lose on grand final day. Melina, it's nearly time for you to sing. Are you nervous? Melina, grand final day. Sing it. Go. Day before the finals, I've got my snacks and all my drinks. Planning where to go. Yeah! <laughs> where my favourite Gansey don't know. It won't be the Hawks or the Swans. It's my Carly Watch one. I'll probably get beat up, but I don't care. Oh, well. <laughs> I love my pie, so I'm gonna wear it. <laughs> um, the night before the finals, I got drunk before. Because <laughs> I'm a pie supporter. <laughs> but I don't care. <laughs> And because I'm a pie supporter, I got drunk on all the drinks before the finals. Because I'm a pie supporter. Go the hops, because I don't like this one. They suck. I was drunk before the finals. Terrorized by a creepy little bird. It's a rat with wings, and I feel it's gonna sweep me down. I shimmy break. I don't like magpies, seagulls, or pelicans because I am pretty sure they're trying to attack me. They like to stay on my car and swoop in front. I really hate birds and terror is really bad. There's a war on birds. Go then. Up the birds are flying. I'm getting terrorised by a magpie. They fly down and swoop on me, you stupid Collingwood things. When I see one, I run. It's a magpie killing my head. It is about terrorism, the terrorism of birds. Come on, the terrorism of birds. The birds are terrorising the world. Woo! Oh, another shimmy break. Ricky loves a bit of his shimminess. <laughs> Woke up from getting attacked by a bird in the face. My face fell off on the street and I nearly died, but I didn't because I went to the hospital and they sewed on my face. I thought to myself, terrorism is bad, but then I never looked at a bird the same because they make me go insane. Tully! Oh, <laughs> I'm getting attacked by a bird. <laughs> I thought I was singing. I'm getting attacked by a bird. It's swooping and its wings are scary and its claws are stupid talons. Bears and beaky things and their eyes are going to kill you. Alrighty, we are about to wrap it all up, which is festively accurate, isn't it? Sure. Wrap it up. Oh, wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, A few days of Christmas. How are you feeling ahead of Christmas? Pretty good. Yeah. You got me a lot of presents, and I didn't get you as many presents, so like a little bit guilty. But that's all right. We all knew that I loved you more than you love me, so it's uh. That's not true. Oh, oh, prove it by me more presents. Um, this is kind of our poor though first. Um, I guess uh, our last, I should say, proper show for the year. Given that I said early in the show, next week will be our best of. Um. Well, I mean, you probably are not going to be very good at answering this question, but do you have any memorable moments from the year of doing these episodes? 
besides the horse bit? Oh, dang it. I was going to say the horse bit. Uh, anything else? Yeah, no. How have you found being on this? Pretty good. A year ago to this day at recording this, you and I met for the first time in person. So could you have ever imagined that he would be sitting on a couch in New Zealand recording a podcast with an Australian? Nah. Nah. This is crazy. Yeah. Living the dream, though, right? I am. Yeah. Ben yeah. and Mel Variety Hour happening again this week, though. Exciting. Yeah. Our first exciting. live show last week. It was pretty good. It was. It was fun. She accused me of swearing on air because I said, damn. Yeah, that's um, a swear word. Yeah, in your church growing up household, yes. But, like, damn in Australia is nothing. Come on. Like, you know. Um, but you, you enjoying that still? Yeah, I really like it. That's good. I'm glad. I'm very happy that you are enjoying it. That's... A good sign for me. Um, I will say that this Wednesday also, not only can you listen to the Ben and Variety Hour live 8pm Radio Southland, uh, you can also get the first trailer for the Brigolish 11, Aotearoa, Aotearoa, if I say it properly, which is exciting, isn't it? It's so exciting. Also, that translates to New Zealand for anyone who needs it. Yeah, it does. Good job. So, people who want to see us driving around New Zealand, where we are currently living, you can see... You can uh, see that. There's sheep in it. There is. There's plenty of sheep in yep. it. So, uh, yes, well, it's been fun. It's been exciting. It's been a blast. It's been the time of my life. But uh, I'm going to wrap this up for another week and come back to you with a brand new episode, new, new episode in 2019. 2019, Mallory Foster. 2019. 2019. Only one more year away from another decade. Woo! Crazy. Um, but... Yep, she did that noise. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe all the relevant channels, and we look forward to bringing you our best of 2018 next week. In the yes. meantime... Merry Christmas, Happy Mer- New Year. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Um, please do keep sucking those oranges in the cargo. And... Good night. Good night.